What is up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having an incredible week. I'm having a really great day because today I get to have an awesome conversation with a special friend of mine. She's an amazing bass player. She has a dog that she loves. Mm. She's loved both on the internet and in real life. She is now playing bass with Incubus. She just finished a long run with Panic at the Disco. We're going to talk about it all. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Rowe. Wait, I have that sound. Wait. That that works too. (laughs) It's Nicole Rowe. Ladies and gentlemen. You may remember her from Panic at the Disco. You may see her recently with Incubus. Let's make some noise for the great Nicole Rowe. There you go. There it is. I hit the wrong button. You really played that off so well, though. In a world (laughs) where bass players take the mic, it's the great Nicole Rowe. I think you were made for this. You could walk around town with that. Just do that to strangers. Is this what makes someone ADHD? Am I, do I now have ADHD? If you do it one more time, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great start to this interview. We're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to talk about anything. We're not going to get anywhere. Any, any questions from the audience? (laughs) Everybody who grew up with me, you know, I have always been like, go. Let's go. Hi, everybody. Nicole Rowe is here. <laughs> We're friends in real life. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen yeah. each other in months. Yeah. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Uh, well, congrats on Incubus. Thank you. So yeah. cool. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, it's been a weird couple of months. Okay, so let's talk about the weird couple of months, but to mm-hmm. put in place where we are today. Yeah. You just completed your first three shows with mm-hmm. the band. Yeah. How How is it playing bass with Incubus? It's super fun. It's uh, my set list that I created on my notes um, just says, I live in a constant state of nostalgia. That's like the title of the note. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um, it feels like that on stage. I'm just kind of like looking around and like watching the crowd sing all the songs. And I'm like, I'd also be there, you know? For sure. Yeah. I can't cool. wait to watch you play with Incubus. <laughs> I'm so excited you're an Incubus. It's so fun. What was yeah. it like? Let's go to rehearsal before we go to the show. Mm-hmm. So the first time you're playing these bass lines that you've been listening to for yeah. so long. I mean, the first time we did it, uh, I flew out just to like meet them and see if we all wanted to do this together. Yep. Um, and what did we play? Like, Wish You Were Here, Drive, Stellar, I think are the three that we just kind of jammed through. Because I'm like, yeah. I, I think I know these, you know? Yeah. Um, pretty sure they're just completely I'm pretty, they were burned too. into my brain. Yeah. It was yeah. like, you know, when you're looking around for cues, it was just like, I, you know, didn't have to. I was just like, yeah, yeah I know this in my bones. Um, but yeah, we just kind of did a jam. The drummer wasn't, you know, they're so casual. So it was just um, me, the guitar player, and... Uh, the DJ keyboard player. And we just kind of <laughs> felt it out. So fun. Yeah. And then you were like, this is nice. This is really great. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then you take stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well then we did a bunch of rehearsal uh, after that, of course. Right. Um, and the set list was the song list. Um, was pretty, it's like 35 tunes. Yeah. Just to like have stuff in our back pocket, you know, for, to change set list for like a festival versus like a headline show. Yeah. 
Um, so we did a lot of, lot of material. Some things like we played through, you know, they'd be like, maybe we're going to play this at some point. And then we'd play through it like twice. And that's, you know, just maybe, maybe locked and loaded. I don't know, you know, (laughs) but, but yeah. And then we just did our uh, first three shows, home shows, you know, like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Um, so lots of like friends and family coming out and, uh, yeah, it was fun. So fun. So different from like any other gig for sure I've done. What about the first time you had Brendan Boy's uh, voice in your ears? You were like, can I get more? of? <sighs> yeah, when I got to sing with him for the first, like doing any harmonies with him, it's like, oh my God. It's like in the car. <laughs> it's like I'm in the car singing along. <laughs> they seem like such sweet guys. They are. Yeah. They're just a bunch of sweet angels. Amazing. Mm-hmm. What Some a gig. Some of them are dads. So they're just, you know. I feel like I just kind of, they just welcomed me in with open arms. So how did you get the gig with Incubus? Uh, A DM. No way. Yeah. From who? (laughs) Well, apparently Mike, uh, the guitar player, sent me a DM, but uh, it went to my requests and I didn't see it. And then some videographer, photographer, uh, Jules, who's like mutual friends with both of us, reached out and was like, they're trying to contact you and... You missed the DM. I missed that. Isn't that terrifying? That's <laughs> so scary. That Can you imagine you if miss. I found it like a month later when they yeah. were already out with somebody else? It would have been right. like, but yeah. So, so, okay. So they sent you a DM just being like, what's up? How are Like, what did the DM say? Uh, just, would you be interested in doing this? You know, like straight to the point. Yeah. Well, just, you know, we're looking for somebody for this. Like, do you want to like meet up and like just get to know each other? Um, I guess their bass player had recommended me. For the gig. Oh, okay. So. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. That, that, that is the best way. Yeah. Yeah. If the, if the instrument that you are going to be playing, if that person is like, Hey, this person could play my parts really well. It that's warmed my heart. Way. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. It immediately gets rid of any like awkwardness or how does this feel when it's like, Oh, okay. It, it came from this person. You're like, Oh, amazing. Yeah. I, well, honestly, he and I have very different, um, in my opinion, like, on the gig for the songs, uh, different sounds. Yeah. Um, he's much more not confident, but confident with the, um, like bright drives and aggressive distortions and things like that. And plays with a pick, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not really where I come from. So it's, yeah. um, I think he just felt confident that I could come in and do, they do a lot of like, you know, improvising and stuff like that. So I'm assuming, Hopefully that's what he was talking about. <laughs> so fun. You get to improvise. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is really scripted at all. I mean, we have the songs, but you know, we're all like getting to look around at each other and be like, okay, we're going to stop here and let the crowd sing this moment, yeah. you know, which I just, I miss that sometimes on a lot of um, big like touring acts where everything is like exactly the same every night. And yeah. you kind of, you know, coming from like local gig territory where you're, everyone's looking at each other and communicating, um, very actively, you know, you kind of lose some of that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike sends you a DM, you mm-hmm. miss it. A mutual friend hits you up. Like they're trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, I'm like, then what? what? Uh, then, uh, Jules, the, my friend who connected us gave me or gave Mike my number. Uh-huh. Um, then we started texting and this is all happening as I'm like walking out of my final show with panic hopping onto a plane and going home and I'm just, you know, we had been celebrating the night before and I haven't slept and I'm like changing time zones 
and I'm so super confused, right? I can't like really understand what's happening. And yeah. and I'm texting him. I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited about this, but like, can, can we just talk tomorrow? <laughs> I gotta sleep. Like yeah. I'm destroyed. And, um, he was, he didn't, he had no idea. Like he thought I was just at home chilling. So he right. was like very confused. So when we put it together, he was laughing. He's like, this is so, um, it felt like almost very meant to be of yeah. like me walking away from my final gig with panic being finished for good. And right. Yeah. Did you even get to the point of being concerned or wondering like, Oh man, what am I going to do next? Like the panic at the disco door is closing. Like this, this journey's ending or did, like before you even had those thoughts, you immediately all of a sudden get the incubus opportunity. Yeah. I don't think I really got to get to the point of panic being over and like coping with, you know, it was more, I was more in the the place of like, I don't not want to see my family, these guys, these panic guys, you know, yeah. I want to be able to hang out with them and, you know, spend time. Um, yeah. and we always had tour to assume that that was going to happen, but right. now I'm like, Oh shit. You know, all these bonds I've created. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the work, uh, I hadn't really gotten to that place. Uh-oh. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome I got fucking even... lucky. <laughs> yeah, but, but you got so lucky. Yes, I did. It is, it is awesome that it's kind of a reward for closing a door. Cause I think a lot of people, a lot of, it's really hard to close a door. Yeah. Whatever it may be in life, you kind of want to keep it cracked open. Yeah. You want to have your foot still Those in memories. As like maybe something else. What? Uh, yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. But mm-hmm. it was like, whether it's your decision or not, that door was closing. Yeah. And the universe rewarded you yeah. immediately as your the, the final day with yeah. panic. The final yeah. day with panic, you talk to Incubus. Yeah. My mom says I'm a master. Um, what do you call it? Um, how am I forgetting the word? I say it all the time. Manifester. Yeah. yeah. My mom loves me. That's amazing. Okay. So you're just like, Incubus, Incubus, someone call me. Yeah, please, God, yeah. give me yeah. a gig. <laughs> nostalgic gig, nostalgic yeah. gig, nostalgic legendary gig, please. <laughs> That's yeah. so fun. I'm so yeah. happy for you. Thank you. I'm very grateful. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that must have been exciting to now, you. so you've done the first three shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, how does it feel playing these songs? What was your favorite song to play? What did the audience oh. feel like? Like, just talk about the whole experience. I mean... My favorite song as of right now, it feels like an ego trip to say this, but it's not, I promise. Uh, Karma Comeback is like, it starts with bass, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yes. And it's just like a groovy bass line. Yeah. That one is my favorite right now. Um, but then there's like the ones that are the more like stimulating, like I have to be really on and like it's fast and we get to improvise and there's wild different sections and um, like six ad is my one of my other ones that I'm really like just trying to perfect all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what would you want to tell Nicole Rowe in the future? Who's used to playing with incubus since you're now in the moment where you're not used to it yet. It's still fun and exciting. Yeah. What do you want to document to your future self mm-hmm. before you get used to it? Cause you get used to everything. Everyone knows this. Mm, like as far as um, the exciting new stuff or the feeling, the excitement, the, anyway. yeah. Um, ooh, that is a really good question. Cause like the stress of a new gig, learning all the songs and, you know, being in like all my stuff, like my home right now is up in the woods. So I'm just here like living out of a suitcase, um, with like minimal gear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and all of that was kind of like a stressor and an, kind of overwhelming. But at the same time, it's just looking looking back on it in a couple of months, it's going to be the most wonderful. Like my 18-year-old self would have been like, yeah, that's the goal. That's literally the dream Definitely. that you've been trying to make happen for yourself. Yes. <laughs> Cabin in the woods, staying in an Airbnb, living out of a suitcase, playing with a gibbous. So yeah, I guess <laughs> you're uh, doing it. Be in it. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Be in it. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Stay present. Yeah. 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 A good lifelong advice for always to yourself and to yeah. everyone. Yeah. We yeah. move pretty quickly. It's really hard to yeah. really absorb stuff in the moment. And realize just how lucky you are. Mm-hmm. Because I think people like your followers or whoever, like you have you've uh, amassed a wonderful following on social media good people and you're very talented and you probably make it look really easy that you're just going from panic to incubus. People like say that. NBD. I don't know what that means. Exactly. Yeah. Because they're on the outside looking in. Yeah. But I don't think people realize, of course your peers will people that are also yeah. instrumentalists, freelance musicians making their income mm-hmm. touring. Yeah. Right? Um, like that is you, you, you're always, you're putting your life, you're risking everything always, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of always like, okay, great. I'm in panic at the disco, yeah. but this could end. Yeah. As it did, right? Yes. Yeah. And any day now, and as a freelance musician, you always have to have or have the next gig lined up or hope that you do, or you're always kind of looking, kind of looking, kind of looking. Yeah. So they don't, people don't realize, especially the general, just like a follower, fan, someone that enjoys you, mm-hmm. that's not like in the industry, doesn't realize the risk and the sacrifice and mm-hmm. the feeling of uncertainty that musicians can have. Right. Yes, definitely. So yeah, you're making it look easy. I guess is what I'm saying. Going straight in. It is exhausting. <laughs> it is exhausting. But I have this conversation a lot because different people uh, like musicians and people have such a different perspective on that. Like yeah. what you're talking about of like, you know, being in the band, depending on what background you had to get to that place. Some people are like, why are you, you know, wearing yourself out or keeping yourself so busy, you know, outside of this project, you don't need to be like what mm. you have, Yeah, you know what I mean? And then you have the other people like me who have just been gunning it since day one, trying to get there, you know, who are yeah. like, I've, of course I've been in and out of so many things. Like I see it happening all the time to me. So I'm always prepared for something to not be, you know, I feel like it's assume that it won't be permanent. Yeah. And if it is great, yeah. you know, but yeah, it's a really, it's also what makes it so fun, you know, because I don't really like to know where I'm going to be in a couple of years. Like, I guess that's, that feels like a boring existence, just like predictability. Yeah. That's not really what I'm, I've ever been looking for. <laughs> well, great. Well, you, you chose the right career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect for you. Will I have money? Will I not? Who knows? <laughs> Are you a good saver? Should I buy a house in the woods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that harder than expected? <laughs> it's, it would be. I got really lucky. I, you know, I planned on doing this all alone, but I'm doing it with my boyfriend. And yeah. thank God I did because he comes from more of that world of like taking care of, you know, a house that is in the middle of nowhere where you have your own well and like septic and all that. Things freeze over. I would have never even thought about that. Wow. You know, yeah. like, when certain weather comes in, like if we're getting a big, you know, it's going to be really cold and snowy. You got to go and like empty certain pipes so that you get water the next day when everything's yeah. warmed up. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's a lot. You have to chop wood. Yeah. Wow. I can't chop wood. 
try really hard. It's very <laughs> hard to do. do it. You yeah. have to be very strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to hate that wood. You got to, you got to attack it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's hard, but, um, it's also so much more like creatively stimulating. Like I'll be home making something, creating a song or just trying to, you know, whatever. And if I'm just not feeling it and I'm like, Oh, just put the bass down, get up and go for a walk with the dogs, like out in the woods, come back like 20 minutes later. And it just like pours out. Yeah. It's like, being outside and quiet. That's Can't what, get that here. That's what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And then you go back on stage and you're like, goodbye. Yes. Nice to know you. That's really good. Do you, want, do you want to sing VGVs? You want to come, you want to come on the road? Yes. Okay. Done. Let me just send a DM real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they see it. <laughs> I hope they see it. Back to Incubus. Okay, uh-huh. let's get out of your cabin for a moment. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Okay, so show one mm-hmm. was three days ago, four days ago. Yeah. And uh, what was song one on stage? What did you guys what open? What was with? it? Oh, Karma. Karma Come Back. Which really? It was so funny because somebody, I think it was Chris, was like, yeah, I'm feeling a little jittery, like nervous. And I looked at him like, you're nervous? This is my first show and I start the show yeah. bass only. <laughs> like, you can go fuck yourself. And at soundcheck, at the soundcheck for that, the guitar player um, looks at me and he goes, hey, Nicole, it's a little different than that. It's actually this. And he like, you know, made it very particular. Like, it's exactly this. Like, I want yeah. it just like this. And yeah. I'm like, okay, don't. Like, telling don't myself, if you fuck this up, Nicole, yeah. you're fired from yourself. I'm going to be so pissed. So, but, you, yeah. so you start it. You're nervous as hell. It went great. Crowd is screaming. Is You know, it was a baseline I love. Yeah. So it was easy and fun. Amazing. Yeah. And it was a uh, band comes in. You're just like, yes. Oh my God, I did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I'm an incubus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm an incubus. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I feel like being such a, um, such an empathetic, like, I just want to like mother everyone all the time. So I feel like that's what I'm trying to do when I'm on stage. So sometimes I'm like, I just want everyone to feel good. Like, does everybody feel the pocket? Yeah, how do you play motherly bass? What's maternal bass? I don't know, but it's the way I feel. <laughs> <laughs> You're like playing, do you need something? Yes, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. It's like that. Like, I, I feel like it makes me want to hear, like, everyone a little bit more clearly and pay attention, you know, and give more support. If, like, I feel like the singer can't hear the note, I want to, like, you know, find, yeah. like, an octave or something where, you know. <sighs> Show happens. You go back to your dressing room. Mm-hmm. Are you like, I'm an incubus now? <laughs> I went straight for the ice chest. I just grabbed a beer. I'm just like, I deserve this. Oh, they just put your hands in the like, ice chest. Just like, no, I need no. to cool these hands off. Just an ice dunk. Well, yeah. yeah, no, it felt, <laughs> felt great. I was, uh, I was surprised. I thought like there was going to be something, you know, pedal yeah. malfunction or something to happen, but it, it went over so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because you're a megalomaniac? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways. I've um, been calling it MAGA. <laughs> megalomaniac. Megalomaniac. <laughs> Got to be the name of the new tour, depending on the running situation of this. Uh, it started to stick. Like they started saying it, and I was like, "We should not say this anymore." Oh we no! It could, you could do merch. Yeah, probably oh be the God. best-selling shirt, Magalomaniac. Oh. But you're just opening the door to a lot of <laughs> loud it's noises. It's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So rerouting. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. We'll stay away from that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I was selfishly happy when I saw your post. I was like, nice. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> As your unofficial agent. No. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, I wonder. I, I, because to me, I've never had like a nostalgic gig. That's that oh, is like, yeah, a, yeah, that's so oh. cool to play like hits that you grew up to. Yeah, that just feel yeah. so much different when you're playing them. Yeah. You like want to put your hand up. Yeah, you know, like, sing along. Yeah, you're like, oh, but my hands are on the strings. Yeah, but don't. Do, yeah, but don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. That chapter hath now ended. Yeah. Um, what happened? Um, I mean, I imagine that playing in a band for however many, what was that, like 20 years <laughs> probably happened. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, Brendan and Sarah, you know, got pregnant and it just sort of triggered this, like, he wanted to be home. Yeah. You know, he wanted to like raise his child and he just sort of quickly fell into that. And I think it was just a series of those, those two things happening, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, Did you see it coming? I did feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us did. Um, just like the natural turn of life. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very happy. Great. Yeah. I think he's happy with his choice and that's all that matters. What was your reaction to actually hearing it? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all um, were notified like at the same time the band was. And of course we were all just really supportive and like, this is great. But then deep down all of us were just, so it's, it's a loss, you know, yeah. it's like, um, I imagine like breaking up with somebody mutually who was like, you know, we've been, this has been coming for a while, you know, like, um, but you know, we're all okay. Nobody's, nobody's destroyed. I think it, it gave everyone who was part of the project, like this perfect platform to kick off from anyway. So everyone's going to be totally fine, do their yeah. thing. And yeah. 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 Which is beautiful. Yeah. A lot of benefits mm-hmm. come from it. How long yeah. were you in panic? About between five and six years, I think. So fun. Yeah, that flew by. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. On your last day, <clears throat> as you were finishing the last day with them and, you know, celebrating and saying goodbye to everyone and then mm-hmm. Incubus calls, did you go back and tell them, Incubus has called me? I, it was sort of like when panic called me, I didn't understand the scope of what was happening, which right. is classic me. Like I just yeah. sort of, everything that comes to me, I feel like it takes me a while to comprehend. Um, also because of the, like the world that we come from, sometimes, you know, you get reached out to for something and then something drastically changes or falls through. Like you just keep telling yourself it's not for sure until you're there, Yeah, you know? Um, so when I got reached out to, I texted, um, the other Mike, Mike Naren from panic and told him, and he was like, holy shit, Nicole, what? Like he was so excited. And I'm like, this is cool, right? And he's like, yeah, this is cool. Wake up. Like, what's happening? So it was, you know, in a different time zone. But but yeah, it took me like a couple days to be like, holy shit, wait, what? Wait, who? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How did you get the gig with Panic at the Disco? Um, That was... Uh, okay. So my Fender rep, I was working with Miley at the time yep. and my Fender rep was what he told me was he was having lunch with their, their team and Brendan. And they said they were going to need someone really quick for, you know, the next leg of their tour. And he just dropped my name in the hat. I was like, you should meet this girl. And he said, he like pulled up my Instagram, um, which immediately changed the way that I, <laughs> do things on my social media, but, and showed it to, showed it to them. 
And he looked at like the three videos that I had on there. Oh, because at the time you weren't posting a lot of videos no. of you playing. No, nothing. you didn't have a pla- You didn't have a bunch of followers then. No, at that point, I had maybe three thousand. Right, mm-hmm. and you were doing Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so then <laughs> the second you heard that, oh wow, my Instagram's being used as like a yeah, as, as a like presentation an audition of me as like an audition. Yeah. Step one, I gotta I gotta do this differently. Yes, yes, really, absolutely, yeah, it, and it. It works. Yeah. It works so dramatically. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't even believe it. But um, yeah, I started realizing like you need to start filming the things that you're doing, you know, promoting yourself. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had a call with um, with their, was it his manager, Panic's manager, um, at a laundromat. I was like doing my laundry and he called me to like be like, is this person normal? can she work with us? You know, and that was so looking back at that. It's so funny. I was just a kid. I had like no money, you yeah. know, it's like just barely scraping by, you know, yeah. sneaking like little whiskey bottles into the place I was going. Cause I wasn't buying drinks, drinks. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's just really cool to think back on that. <laughs> and then you're, so you started posting more mm-hmm. yeah. like documenting you with panic, documenting mm-hmm. you just playing bass. Yeah. And then it started growing. Well, no, it's um, because very quickly after that, we were just in rehearsals and gone. And then um, after the first show, Panic has such a hardcore following. Yeah. um, And they are very much similar to Incubus. They are a band, you know, not like working with anybody else. You're more, you're the band of the artist. Right. But now you're the band. So when we did our first gig and it was like a surprise announcement, the followers kind of just like skyrocketed on their own. Right. Um, but more so what I'm talking about that changed is when I started promoting myself, you know, once I got home and I could, um, the different musical opportunities that came outside of that were very different. And I, I've noticed the difference between when I am posting stuff and when I'm not, um, it's like night and day, like Mm. within a few days, different calls start coming in. Just as when you're active, opportunities become active. Yes. Yeah. And that's not, you know, it doesn't have to be like a huge gig, but just something that is really like fulfilling for me, you know, cool, like session opportunities or, you know, just anything like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. I need to post more, man. Yeah. Well, it's the never ending. Yeah. (laughs) Uh I've said that sentence so many times. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I need to post more. mm -hmm. Uh, Have, how have your fans responded to the Incubus announcement? Uh, I see like sadness and also excited, you know, there, it's very different generations, right? Like the panic following is a lot, um, younger versus, you know, incubus is our age, Yeah, you know? (laughs) So, uh, and they are also the, I feel like that fan base is not so much on social media. Yeah. So it hasn't been as busy as with panic, but, um, they're very like cool. Yeah. All their fans are like, awesome. Like, welcome, you know? I can't wait to see you kind of thing. So that's so fun. Nice people. Yeah. So with Panic at the Disco, you were, you were in the band. It's always, which is cool to be included mm-hmm. like that, to yeah. have the inclusiveness and not just be the shadow player yeah. that's playing along with the singer artist. Yeah, it is fun. Um, but what did that mean differently to you? Hmm. We're talking, we're talking Panic. With correct? Panic. Yeah. Um, I don't know because you did end up in another band band, which is so cool. You get the band gigs. So, so wild. So cool. Um, Way cooler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Isn't it? It feels crazy. Uh, 
with panic, I didn't, I couldn't fall into that until I was almost like being made fun of for not falling into it with like their team, you know? Um, I came in very much keeping my, like staying in my place, staying in my lane, playing the way it is on the record, you know? Uh, but I remember being in rehearsal for the first time and we're playing the songs and Brendan looks over at me and he's like, why are you playing with a pick? And I'm like, cause that's what, that's how your songs were recorded. And he's like, yeah, but you don't play with a pick. I'm like, nope. And he's like, so don't play with a pick. And I'm like, oh, oh, I have an shit. Opinion. I have, yeah. yeah. And then it really started to like change the way I, you know, made you know, my effect pedal sound. And like, yeah. you know, I, it was much more like what makes me happy, I you love know, what that. feels good. And and that, you know, shines through. Like, you feel good, you play different, you play really well. And and I didn't really realize it, but they were looking for my sound, you yeah. know. Um, he would look over all the time and be like, oh, I love the way the bass tone sounds now. Like, great job, you know. Um, and that's something I feel like I try to tell this to my students all the time. It's like, be able to replicate stuff the best that you can. But also, if you're getting hired for something, it's because they've seen what you've done and they like it. Mm-hmm. You know, if they didn't like what you were doing already, you'd never be there. Right. You know, so. Did uh, they treat you that way from the start or was that from after? The start. You, oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So from it was the like, you're in the band. Like They were so good to me, but it's wow. still like we'd be out and, you know, the band gets like really special treatment, you know, yeah. um, and I couldn't. It took me a long time to like accept any of that. Right. Because um, you're used to, I mean, you were doing Miley before where you're like, yeah. it's Miley. Yeah. 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 It's my, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're separated. Well, not fully, but right. you know, it's just, it's different. It's different. You can't ask for anything necessarily right. the way that I could with panic. Right. When you're like a band member, it's like, okay, what do you need more? Yeah. yeah it's just, yeah. You're cared for more, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> definitely it's, hard. it's also really hard to be, it was, it was really hard for me to like accept that because you know, like looking at everybody else who's not getting it on the team yeah, was hard for me because I was there right before that. And right. I'm like, you know, I just joined this. I'm not, like, I'm not seasoned with this camp. Like, why am I getting this? Right. So that was. Are you talking with crew or other musicians and stuff? Just, you know, like the, the core band yeah. um, gets special treatment and just very much more like, you know, like you don't, how do I? Because there's other musicians additional to the core. I never saw the show. Yeah, there's, well, yeah, there's there are, there's like uh, horns and strings. Oh, okay, nice. Um, and they, they are treated like, don't get me wrong, they're, they get the special treatment too, but I guess it's more so like. Um, it's di- Yeah, Corb, I get it. It's just small things and yeah. nothing like, you know, inhumane, nothing like <laughs> horrible, just like, you know, like what you're being like with Miley, like we'd be put in a room with a bunch of chaos happening in it pre-show, you yeah. know, and like you're waiting there. You don't really get to ask for anything if you need it. You know, if you had to pee too bad, you're running on stage, you know, kind of like that thing. Um, But yeah, Yeah, I don't want anyone to think that anyone in panic was treated badly because it's not what I mean. No, you didn't make it sound that way. (laughs) Okay, cool. No, I, 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 being in the band is different treatment than being, it's like the difference is kind of like. Like a hotel, like the hotel you get to stay in, for example. Right. You have like your A team and your B team and exactly. like, B t- like the crew stays at yeah. the smaller budget. You're at four hotel. seasons. They're a double tree. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, we know. Yeah. We got that. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Cause and it's also like, wait, Nicole's not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. And you're so. like, wait, now I'm ready. Yeah. 
Yeah, everybody just wait for me. I've got to like zen out real quick. Yeah. You're so not that person anyways. No. You're so like easy to work. I mean, I've never toured with you, but I have worked with you and you're like <sighs> very pleasant to work with. Uh, back to back to panic. Okay. Uh, what will you miss most about not playing with panic? The guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the shows are like wild stimulating and you like get in like a costume and you do the whole thing. Um, which is very like theatrical and fun compared yeah. to what I'm doing now. Um, but yeah, it's, we just had so much like together time when we did tours. It was like, uh, you know, we would have like scheduled hangs, you know? Really? Which, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like we would. On days off or? Yeah. The, the tour manager, um, Tony Marino is the shit. And he would just like set up all these cool, like my favorite thing that we did. One of my favorite things we, in Australia. We got to go to like a kangaroo, you know, sanctuary. I don't know if that's actually like the sounds vibe, right. but yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and we got to just the four of us got to go into this enclosure with huge, terrifying, like male kangaroos. Right. And they'd like come up and just stand next to you, like staring at you in the eyes. And you're like, am I about to get punched? But then you have like snacks for them. You hand them to them. And, and then they become soft. Yeah. And then they're just chilling. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Oh, I love that band activities, yeah. little bonding. Mm-hmm crew bonding sessions. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah. that is the heartbreak of a, being a touring musician, mm-hmm. whether you're in the band or not, or touring with the band, or even when you're in the crew, Yeah, you make these in an ideal world. Hopefully you make these tour families yeah. where everyone loves each other mm-hmm. and you spend all this time together and you bond and you travel and you live together on a bus or in these hotels and everything. Yeah. You spend a year and a half together, two years, five years, but then the gig ends and you're with an, a new family. Yeah. And it's, it is hard to keep that going. Even if you're like, we're going to stay in touch. We're going to stay in contact. We're still going to hang. Everyone lives different places. Everyone's busy or goes on tour with other artists or whatever it is. And yeah. it just never happens. No, no. Especially yeah, in LA. I mean, it's everybody lives so far away. But yeah, yeah that's, uh, it's going to be really, really sad not to really see them much anymore. We still, we still meet up occasionally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard. Like I'm going to be gone all, all year almost. I'm not going to get to see them, but yeah, our text, you're a rock star. Our text thread is still, you know, just going off Aquaman jokes for days. Nice. You know? Aquaman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, that's going to be sad. We had our, our big dinner, um, after the, after the final show, right before the final show, um, crew everyone you know we we made everyone's night at this hotel or this restaurant <laughs> miserable <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> you know we were so loud just so everybody was you know toasting and doing all these things and it was uh it was emotional I definitely cried I'm not gonna lie I cried it a couple of times like with with other people yeah that makes sense yeah were, th- were there other women in the band uh yeah the strings the three okay, strings nice, yeah they're nice. all women so you weren't the only Oh, and well, yeah. on the last run, we had uh, the Beer Boys, which is a whole nother story. They helped, um, they wrote that final album with Brendan. Nice. Um, and <laughs> they came along with us and just did like, you know, played some like extra guitar and sang, because there's a lot of harmonies yeah. on that song, sang parts of the harmonies and like, you know, and we all just, it was a huge band at that point. That was like 13 people or something. And, wow. And there's a, a girl, Rachel, in that, in that the, crew. In the beer boys. Yeah. Nice. She's really cool. So we did a lot of girl girl days. Yeah. How is it typically touring 
being a woman on the bus when it's predominantly men? It's funny because they, I, I, I can't speak, you know, for all women doing that, but for me, I had brothers growing up and that's just sort of, you know, I've been playing music for a while and it's very male dominated and, uh, you know, I'm just really used to it and comfortable with like the style of jokes and, you know, the smells, like all the things <laughs> that come with that. And, um, and when I walk in, especially with a new camp of men, they, they feel like they're not sure how to treat me or like what they can and can't say as far as like, you know, poop jokes, you know, right. things like that. You know? <laughs> but, um, so there's like a little bit of breaking that barrier down right? of like being friends, yeah. you know, being comfortable. Um, so it's really easy and fun. I love working with all these guys, you know, um, cause it feels like a family and it's very protected. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like I'm like a little sister Amazing. and all of that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So you always end up in good camps. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, Luckily I've, yeah. Thank God. I know. I, yeah. It's funny. My, my mom, my mom is so cute. She was like, I was just looking at, you know, these festival lineups and are you going to be okay? Like, do you have anybody looking out for you? There's a lot of men, you know, in these games. Oh. <laughs> mom, <laughs> this isn't different from anything I've ever done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah she's funny. And your mom is super cool. She's super duper cool. Yeah. She does like um, a lot of healing work with people. Um, she drives a Harley, you know, Badass. she's just, yeah, she's a wild one. Yeah. And she showed up to your show in a Harley. Yeah. Her and her husband, um, have twin flame tattoos. Uh, one side's blue, one side's red and they have black Harleys with paint jobs that coordinate with each other. So one person has a blue, I think it's a blue dragon on the front and then like just <laughs> wings red. So cool. And then she's got the, um, a phoenix, like a red phoenix on hers. They are, they are a force. Yeah. So they drove them from Fresno to Vegas. That's amazing. Yeah. And they just show up and, and they give these guys like, so that's, that's your mom. Oh, they, oh my God. They loved. Like, she's so cool. I brought her, um, into, you know, that, uh, all the trailers and stuff for the festival. Yeah. And, um, they, they gave me my own, which is the funniest thing. I could not, I was texting them. I'm like, you guys come in here. Like I, you had your own trailer, I had my own band I think member, Nicole Rowe, yeah, because, <laughs> female band member. Nicole Yeah. Rowe. I think it's just cause you know, you're a girl, yeah, you got to get yeah. changed or something, but yeah, it's yeah. so sweet. So I brought my mom in there and they all just came over and they're like, your mom's here. We got to meet her. You know, uh, they're very sweet. You got so. a great gig. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Oh my God. And you're younger too. Yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting that because yeah. they don't, you know, they make jokes about it all the time about how how old they are, but they're, they're the same. We're all the same person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just you're like, well, your song shaped me anyway. So yeah. kind of, we're literally all just doing the same thing. There's age doesn't mean anything after a certain point in that world. What's going on outside of that world for you? Mm. Uh, like personal life. Yeah. Let me think. Okay. So I, Right now, it's sort of just a balance of like, you know, I just left, I got rid of my apartment in LA, like right before panic tour ended and I got that cabin and my plan was to stay there um, and fix it up for like the year, thinking nothing was going to be happening, right? Thinking I was going to have a little break. Um, so, and I also have a big dog. <laughs> so it's just sort of a balance of trying to figure out, um, you know, where am I? My dog, you know, making sure he has somewhere to go and like 
leaving the house for like a chunk of time and just, you know, all these things of like, when I come back, what happens next? Yeah. You know? Um, cause as of right now, I'm, it's, it, I don't know how long I'll be working with them. Right. So, right. um, it's, it's sort of like I'm in a floating position right now, which is a strange feeling. Um, with your boyfriend, how do you handle touring? Cause he doesn't tour, right? Uh, he does. He, well, he, um, does like uh, photography for artists and stuff. Oh, nice. So sometimes he'll be gone. He also has a business in Connecticut that he travels back and forth to run. Um, nice. So we are both always hopping on planes all the time. Yeah. Um, but we juggle, we have two dogs, so we have to juggle that and, you know, <laughs> chopping wood and, you know, things like that. So, um, but we've somehow managed to make it work. You know, it sort amazing. of like takes a village. You know, I'm also right. like signing my little brother up to like come dog sit or, right. you know, things like that. Um, but it works out, you know, it's, it's the dog is a good way to explain it, but there's so many things that I've done in life that people are like, you shouldn't do that. That's going to be too difficult or too complicated. Right. Going and playing music in LA, you know, that was another thing they told me not to do. But, um, I feel like if you, if you want something, it doesn't, the sacrifices that come with it don't really hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you handle communication when you're on tour? Like communicating to your boyfriend, your family, etc. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a journey. Yeah. Um, how do I do it? It's I'm still not good at it, but um, I'm still trying to be very. I feel like the life that we leave is lead is very. Um, it can be selfish mm-hmm. to a certain extent, right? Like you're so unavailable yeah. all the time, and but you're unavailable and available to other people, to right. lots of other people. So right. trying to like prioritize family and friends. Um, it's something that you have to remember, you know, other people might need you, you know what I mean? It's not just all about you and your experience. So practicing just, you know, making sure I'm not just always going to the after party, you know, making a call first, you know, that's something that's, that's, it's hard. It's hard to remember to do when you're in the heat of it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have a partner. Yeah. And they're watching over the house in the woods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Different time zones. Is he not scared alone in the house in the woods? Oh my God, he loves it. That's so not me. I'd be so scared. He's, he, yeah. Well, yeah, we're both weirdos. Like we both wow. just want Are that. Are you alone in the house in the woods? Yeah. Oh my God. It was God. really hard the first couple like nights I spent there alone, but- the dogs are such, um, he's also like completely set, like he installed a gate and there's security things everywhere. And he's just, you know, he's plotted out the whole thing to be nice. safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the dogs keep any like large animals away from the property anyway. Amazing. And you know, if somebody were to try to do anything, the dogs would alert me right away. It would, yeah. you know, there's nothing. And the neighbors are great. You know, they're, yeah. they'd come running over. So. See, that's why, that's the benefit of having a big dog that can protect you. Oh, they wouldn't protect, no, 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 no. <laughs> they no. would, I'm they talking, would not protect They would bark. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah, do yeah. no form of protection. <laughs> There's, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, Scout is known for, you know, strange people walking up to me. Like when I'm walking around Studio City. Yeah. He, you know, I want to be like, oh, don't come close. He's mean. And yeah. he's just like, <laughs> you know, like trying to get them to come over. So, yeah, I feel like work-life balance is uh Something I've been getting way better at. You should have brought Scout. I, I almost asked you if I could, but. I look at the backyard. He would be a terror. Like he would be just there throwing a fit that he couldn't be in here with us. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could, you could have him just sitting next to us. He'd be on the table. Like it wouldn't. <laughs> so you need to have a house in the woods for this dog. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So he can He's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's a German Shepherd Husky Pitbull 
cattle dog. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, made for the woods. Psychotic. Yeah. yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah, you have you can't live in an apartment anymore in LA. No. No, no, no. Not with that. Until I buy a house in LA. Two. That's the so, goal. Oh, that's the goal? Mm-hmm. Keep touring. So yeah. How, so how long is this incubus run? Um <laughs> well that you know of, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I've heard talk of extra things, but I also don't know if anything's for sure. I know that what I have on the books is through like the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you're still with your students? No, I, so I tried to do that. I tried to, um, teach while on tour. Um, I'm still like, they're still my students. We're still kind of, we're just on hold and you know, if they want to work with somebody else, we make that happen. But, um, I cannot really pull off trying to be really aware and there for them while, while we're traveling so much. Cause it's like, especially when you're in Europe and you're in a different time zone and you're tired because there's also a lot of like. There's so much fatigue that comes yeah. with all of that, you know? For sure. And I don't want to just be giving like a, you know, half in, half out lesson. Do you enjoy teaching? I do. Yeah. What do you think is so important about, about teaching? Um, that's a really good question. I feel like, like when I was young, I had no idea of like what even my options were. You know what I mean? Um, and when you're learning something on your own, it can be just really, um, you don't know if what you're doing, like how to learn something, how to yeah. study something, you know, what your other options are as far as like, oh, you could try playing this like this, you know, or this way, or, you know, what else are you doing outside of just sitting in your room playing, mm-hmm. you know, the things that like, you know, maybe when I was a kid, I avoided like going to jams and things like that. Mm. Um, you avoided that? I was just, yeah, I didn't really see it as like anything that when I was young and like just moved to LA, I didn't understand that like there was this world happening out there that I would thrive in just going and like sitting in at these places, you know, cause I came in into music, like playing in garages and you know, it was, it was just different, mm-hmm. you know? And when I moved to LA, I wasn't even, I was like 18, so I couldn't really get in anywhere anyway. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just, I, I feel like kind of the teaching part of like, you know, the logistics of, you know, what you should practice, blah, blah, blah. That's, you know, important, but easy, but it's more of like the, um, confidence boosting and like inspiring conversations. Um, just talking about little things like listening to music or playing with people and like having those one-on-one, like, you know, somebody to make you play live with them kind of sitting like a kid, you know, you're playing chords and they're improvising or just being creative you know, those things are really hard to come by, especially now when everybody's a little bit more isolated during COVID, nobody could see each other. Yep. So I feel like that's what I uh, get very excited about mm-hmm. when it happens in lessons. Amazing. Yeah. What is some advice you would give to people that aspire to tour, especially mm-hmm. women that want to tour? Yeah. Um, I think something that really benefited me that I didn't realize I was doing, um, is not thinking about gender at all. Like it, um, because I was always working with friends. It wasn't really like being a female musician. It was just, you're just playing and everybody's Mm -hmm. playing together. And it wasn't until people started to point it out to me and ask me how that felt that I was like, Oh, I don't know. It doesn't Mm. feel like anything really. And then, you know, as you get older, you know, stuff, 
maybe happens every now and then with just inappropriate, rude things. But yeah. it's really not as like prominent in my day to day experience. Amazing. You know? And I think that happens too with like the way you feel about yourself and the way you think and the way you maybe present yourself, yeah. you know, just kind of um, making that choice to not let that be a thing. Yeah. Um, as like a female is really cool. Uh, the touring thing for anybody, I think, I don't know how I stepped into the touring world. People like to ask me that question. And I think, you know, somebody once told me like, take every single gig, you know, and I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go when I first started. So I was just taking everything. And the first touring gig I got was just another audition opportunity. You know, it's just like something that I happened upon. Um, Which was that? This was Kaya Stewart. This was like a very young artist, Dave Stewart, Dave Stewart's daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they were like, yeah, we're going to be hitting the road. And it was just like a van, you know, you do your thing. Yeah. Like West so Coast. Much in the van on yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's best to start there. It is. Yeah. yeah it's super fun. Um, but I think you kind of get taken into that world if you thrive in it, you know what I mean? Which is like anything else. Um, and I think, you know, a big part of touring world is your personality and like your ability to be um, kind and considerate and, you know, like a road dog, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you, a lot of people I feel like get funneled out of that if they can't um, hang is a very boring word, but uh, just be clean, like really simple things. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so I think, and that comes with any gig, you know, being a good person, you can get kicked out of something just if you're, if you're a dick, you know, yeah. you're going to get sent home, but yeah. that's a big part of touring, you know, like with panic, there wasn't even really an audition. It was just sort of like, come over and have some beers and, you know, if we can click, yeah. great. Yeah. Do we like you, know? you as a person? Yeah. Like the playing obviously happens and comes first, but if that's there, that is, there is a next step to it. You know, yeah. it's not just like you're getting hired for a single gig and nobody right. cares who you are, like right. as a person. This is like, we are a family now, so it's important. Yeah, how you hold yourself is yeah. as important, if not more important. And how you represent us, you yeah. know, yeah. it's That's how you keep a gig. That's how you keep a gig, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, people ask me that all the time. They're like, how do I get into this? And I'm like, be able to play. And then also do this, you know. Also be nice. Brush your teeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So very simple, but take every gig and then carry those two factors with you. Are you still practicing? Oh, always. Yeah. Always. I love practicing. Yeah. Yeah. You're really great at bass. Thank you. I love watching you play. It's interesting. I feel like I have this funny thing about me. I've always had really bad um, stage fright. And I no fake it somehow. You fake it so well. But what's interesting is, you know, when I feel like in any other setting, like if I'm doing like a, a local gig where I'm jamming with friends and it's like, you know, more chill, um, I play so differently, mm. um, much more like emotional and feeling and, you know, with no issues. But when I feel stressed or put on the spot, uh, it completely alters my tone, the way I play, my timing, everything. Mm. Um, and that's something that I find really interesting that I'm still dabbling with. Like when you say that to me, it's so funny because the imposter syndrome of like me knowing that that happens to me is like, right. I don't know how that's possible because I see it differently. 
you know. That's probably a benefit of being able to improvise with Incubus. It's what do you mean? It's a benefit of being in improvising is I feel like uh, works your muscles out more. Oh, right? yeah. Than yeah. just especially when you're on a tour like exposure therapy. Yeah. 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 You know, like totally being compared to running a set mm-hmm. always. It's like both what it what it activates in your brain, in your um, alertness. Yeah. In your communication. Yes. Um, and just how fresh it feels on tour. Yeah. You know, like, well, you also kind of, you have to like channel into a place where like, if you're doing everything that's to a T and scripted, it's much more, you're outside of the thing. Like that's panic, right? Yeah. Cause the show's so theatrical and there's all yeah. this stuff. And you have to hit here. like kind of yeah. hit points, you know, it's you got to keep hustling yeah. around that stage. Yeah. Whereas with Incubus, it's like, what's more important is that you are just kind of like zenning into this place of being creative yeah. and like hearing what someone else is doing and trying to, trying to not play the same thing. Right. Every time, you know, and it can be tricky to fall into that when you have a crowd of people in front of you and you're hearing a click in your ear, you know, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely good. That's so good great. You're going to yeah. have so much fun. I know. <laughs> I know. Incubus feels like riding a wave, not yeah. just from morning view and everything. Yeah. I feel like just like it would feel like that more, which is completely different than a, a sh- uh, show performance. Yeah. Yeah. You like what? There's no wardrobe really. When yeah. I asked about wardrobe, they laughed. Like not yeah. them, but the team. Somebody like made a joke to me. But um, you're, like, you're in a rock band now. They're like, bro, this is about the music. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um, so just do you? Are you going to change yeah. your Nicole Rowe dressing style for your Incubus Incubus I'm live sure show? I wore this really? on like one of the like other shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you just wear whatever. Your and they're all kind of like out. that. Yeah. <laughs> She keeps wearing the shirt. She keeps wearing my Vanta shirt. Um, we got to get her a jam card shirt. Oh, yeah. Actually, every one we have. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just like different logos Actually, every night. We got, we got some cool. We started making one-off merch for like uh, the Jam Jams. Oh, you did? Yeah, we do limited runs oh, of each one. Cool. So I actually have one for, for you from, uh, we just did the Paris Jam yeah. Jam. The shirt sick. is sick. I'll, I'll give you one. Yeah, I, feel I like love like that. It. It's black. Yeah. I love black It's cool. Shirts. Yeah. 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 You'll fuck with it for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what are you most excited about now with what's next? Um, settling in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm so ready for all the fun we're going to have on the road. That's just like a given. Um, I'm really excited. Actually, I'm really excited to play a true headlining show with them because the first three that we did, that we just did, um, first two were at a casino where they had seats and mm-hmm. when people would try to stand the, you know, owners would come and be like, sit down. Oh, wow. So, you know, that's not an incubus show. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, um, you know, I'm ready for like people throwing themselves around and, yeah. you know, screaming and that's, it's like an exchanged energy, you yeah. know? Um, and then the third one we did was the festival where it's like, you have such a mixed crowd. Right. And if you don't play all the hits, you know, not everyone is, some people are like, what is this? You know? So I'm ready for ready for the first headline show oh so am i yeah <laughs> when does that start i think oh god what is our first show date i don't even know but we leave on the 20th that's all i okay. got for you <laughs> you know what day you need See, to this is me. this is like i'd yeah, have to yeah. pull out my phone and look You're like, like do i, I go know. to lax or burbank yeah, yeah on the 20th <laughs> <I know. laughs> like what time do you fly i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah i don't i don't need to bring any clothes right yeah. just, okay <laughs> who has my base yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun well your rep 
the rep that suggested you to panic oh, at the yes. disco. Yes. Oh, Billy. Oh, Fender man. Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Fender Billy's a good guy. We love Fender Billy. Yeah. Big shout out to Billy. Uh-huh. He's sending out a couple, yeah. couple backup things. Nice. Such oh, a yeah, sweet job. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh, God. Yeah. Christian says hi to Fender Billy. He just doesn't have a microphone right mm-hmm. now, but he's giving, yeah. he's giving you the eyes from behind the camera. Yeah. <laughs> longing, longing eyes. Yeah. Love Fender. I know. Yeah, me great, too. Great people there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time coming now with them. I, I think you're the first person that's ever told me that they got a gig recommendation or a gig from a rep. At, I know. I've never heard that before. I know. Yeah. Isn't that an insane story? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. A, a Fender rep and a DM. What is the world? <laughs> what a life. <laughs> oh my God. This is so great. Well, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I, I need to see the show. I expect guest list. Oh, yeah. 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 You'll be coming out. I know Hollywood Bowl's a uh-huh. hard ass for guest list. That's the worst. There's a lot of space. It's okay. It's okay because you'll have your own dressing room. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I keep telling him, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I even want this because there's no camaraderie. Like, I want the yeah, yeah, the yeah. pre-show jokes and I want that whole thing. You know? Can I just have a curtained-off area of your room? Yeah, just give me a just closet fine. to change in. I'm yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. You guys have bathrooms, right? I could go in this yeah. and just change. Yeah. yeah, like everyone else does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just let them keep treating yeah. you special. They're gonna put Nicole Rowe on the pedestal. <laughs> I can't receive that kind of love. <laughs> I can't accept much. this. I, can't. I don't deserve this. <laughs> That's so great. I'm just so excited to just watch you continue on your career and see what other bands you end up in because you keep ending up in bands, which is the dream. Isn't that isn't that so funny? It's like where now what? Like then where would I? I can't even picture. It's just crazy. And then at what point am I just like an old woman? I'm like. All right, I'm gonna go live in the woods, you know, or would I? Ever? I think now, I think you're already the old woman living in the uh, woods, and you're yeah, just yeah. Your, but you're <laughs> pretty sure. When I'm not, yeah, yeah. I, I am, and then I'm not. Sometimes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love to like just imagine what that's gonna be, like my the whole like picture of my life of like yeah. all this crazy shit happening, and then at what point? Because I I can't sit still, yeah, never. So I don't know at what point I'll just be like I'm done touring you know yeah. obviously not playing but yeah it's gonna be it'll hit you when it very hits you. weird to see it'll hit you when it hits you yeah it could be soon it could be in a really long time who mm-hmm. knows yeah uh, we have a question from a fan oh, yeah question um so you released your song headspace oh yeah your mm-hmm. your one and only solo song that is out yeah covid covid yeah. does fun stuff so oh, that was not how that was intended to sound but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> covid does fun things <laughs> My symptoms are fun. No. Um, <laughs> the shutdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a, a weak breath and a fun. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, uh, in what ways did the pandemic influence your song headspace? Mm. Okay. So many ways to <laughs> figure this out. Um, I normally like, I'm not one to want to release music. You know, I just haven't really chased that dragon. Mm-hmm. yet. Um, and it, it just happened because I think a lot of musicians can agree with this when we were sort of doing nothing. It was almost like when you were a kid again and you were just in your room with no responsibilities and yeah. nothing to try to get done. And I just started being creative in a very different way, you know, of like no cares, mm-hmm. no concerns, no like, Oh, this should sound like this or what. And we, you know, I just started like throwing random stuff into a session and, you know, I think the song like starts with like birds chirping, you know what I mean? It was just sort of like, what fun, creative, weird things can I do here? Um, I was told other people were like, you should put vocals on this. I'm like, no, you know, (laughs) 
I'm not going to do that. Um, Whenever I listen to you people, it never turns out right. Yeah. It needs to just be me. Thank this you. This is my thing. This yeah. is the shutdown. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that's the way that it worked. And, you know, it was very, there was no time crunch. It was for no reason. That's why, that's why it was so much fun. Yeah. There was no, nothing, no like plan. I didn't have to do a certain amount of tunes. I just released a song and I didn't give a fuck, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that's, what's so beautiful about it. And it's just out and people are like, when are you going to do more? And I'm like, eh. I'm bu- like, I'm, d- I'm just not doing that right like, now. I'm busy. I got a house. Like, I got I, the dogs. I'm, I'm in yeah. incubus. I transition straight yeah. from panic. Like, I, I get I, to be creative all yeah. the time yeah. and releasing music is such a, such a challenge in itself, yeah. you know, um, that, yeah, it just made this thing like a fun, unique experience. I think, I think the universe has a plan for you and you just need to keep going with exactly yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Make it easier That's and harder. Right. Yeah. It's easier and harder. <laughs> yeah. Nicole Rowe, everybody. <laughs> you love her as a bass player. You love her for her smile and her charm and how nice she is. And she brushes her teeth and she'll be great on your tour and she'll oh, she'll stay forever. She gets the gig. She stays. She loves to practice. She lives in the woods. She's getting better at communicating. We're working on it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Nicole Rowe. What? <laughs> can I can I just take that clip and have it as my my alarm every morning? Oh, just God, who are you? Everybody who grew up with me, you know, I have always been like, Go.